0: All right, that is one of the great new tracks from her latest CD, which is uh, an outstanding CD, Where Is The Love, featuring her brother Glenn Whitney. Uh, from the CD, I am singing songs I love, and uh, people are loving it. Our listeners are loving it. The word's getting out about this great new release. Her name is Tracy Whitney. So welcome once again to The Up Room with Joe Kelly and WVOF. Thank you so much, Joe. Happy to
1: be with you.
0: Yeah, great to have you on and, and people are, are digging the new release and uh, we, we were talking off air about uh, some of the inspiration and crazy ways that y- you uh, musicians compose songs and uh, you want to give a little inside view to one of the songs you wrote and how you how you got the thoughts started?
1: Well, one of the songs on the album that I wrote um, is called I'd Be Lying, I Miss You and the thing is, it just popped into my head. I I was listening to a jazz station in L.A., and a song came on, which was an instrumental that really had nothing to do with it, but for some reason, the words popped in my head, and so i you know, digging in the car trying to find a napkin while I'm driving on the freeway and, you know, start writing on the dashboard, you know, on the, on the steering wheel, and so I just had to hurry up and get off the freeway so I could write the song, and, and I wrote the lyrics in about five minutes. It all just sort of, you know, came into my head in a big jumble, and I just write, just started writing
0: it down. Yeah, you can't uh, miss that uh, inspirational moment, right? With, right, right. Yeah.
1: Sometimes it's dangerous business being a songwriter.
0: <laughs> now, now, how about, you know, it, it sounded like you're writing a song right there, you've got it down, and it's the greatest new thing you got. Do you ever put it aside and then come back a few weeks later and say, uh, this just ain't happening? Um,
1: you know, and... Sometimes that does happen, and then sometimes you, you write it and you have maybe a melody in your head, because I typically hear melodies, um, and you forget the melody, you know? So if, if you, and you're, just, you're certain that you're going to remember it, and then you pick it up and you're like, Oh, right, I forgot all about this, and then you've, you've forgotten the whole feeling of it, you know, by the time you pick it up again. And, but sometimes that can work, you know, positively as well. You can come up with a whole new thought of it. You know, when you're when you're reading it, it will inspire you in a different way. So, something that works both ways.
0: Tracy Whitney is uh, with us, and and her website, BabyDollEntertainment dot com. You can go right there right now, and uh, you can pay for the music and and go to the various sites. What, what's the best place uh, our listeners can go to to buy the CD and? Well,
1: they can, they can get it on iTunes. They can get it at Amazon.com. They can get it at CDBaby.com. They can go directly to my website, which will take them to any of those. But, you know, everybody knows how to get to Amazon, so um, that's, that's a really good way to get it.
0: Now, from, from the time of, of your previous record till now, your music getting out there as far as where people can buy it, has, has a lot changed in, in between there? Or?
1: Well, I think... Um, just because of, of the way that you can get music digitally now, um, you know, what I, when I first launched the album within five minutes of it going live on CD Baby, someone in, um, what was it? Ireland? Uh Someone in Ireland had bought it within five minutes of it, of it going live. And you're like, how did this person even, you know, it's like almost like people are sitting there waiting for the music. So, um, you know, and then there have been different press releases. Um, So today I was actually on another site that's playing my music, and they have different fans. And so, you know, I write letters. I write an email to all of my my new fans. Um, You know, I'll go on once a week and thank the different people that have come online and become my fans. So, yeah, there's ways that... that, um, since I released Love, A Fable, and Nine Acts, there's ways that I can personally go on and market my, you know, my music to people. So, yeah, things have changed in that time.
0: Now, uh, we have to get into another track from the from the record. And this is the, the song that you wrote, uh, the basis of the song, Just Driving on the Freeway and Pulling to the Side of the Road, I'd Be Lying, I Miss You. Yeah. And, uh, yeah this is a great track, one of my favorites from the record, it's uh, one of your originals and we'll get more into talking about recording songs that that you love and from Tracy Whitney's, I am singing songs I love and uh, hey, you got time, we'll be back, Tracy Whitney is with us here at WVOF 88.5 in Fairfield great new original from Tracy Whitney, I'd be lying, I miss you and that is from her latest release which we're digging right into and uh, she's singing the songs that she loves and enjoying life out in a new home, Albuquerque, New Mexico, and you, you, you're loving it out there. And and, and I saw something interesting. You uh, posted something a, a little while back about the music business. You can basically set up shop after living and growing up in the big, mega music uh, world of L.A., and, and you're doing really well on New Mexico, right?
1: Yeah, well, I, I actually have a, a... – a little blog I've been playing at doing, but it's called um, Making Music My Way. Mm-hmm. And it's it's just about, can you actually make a living in the music business without living in Los Angeles? And, um, yeah, you can. And as it turns out, in New Mexico, Albuquerque specifically, there is a huge jazz base here. I had no idea. I thought when I moved here, I was going to have to, you know, write the book. And I and I get here, and there's just jazz going on all over the place in this city. So I was oh, very pleasantly surprised.
0: You say it's a, a lot more affordable than the, the high rent of uh, L.A., right?
1: Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> For the money you spend in L.A., you can live like a queen in New Mexico. <laughs> wow.
0: Hey, i got to give Tracy Whitney a lot of credit because she listens to all kinds of music. She talks about it. If you check out Tracy's Facebook page, she's always uh, putting up clips, or audio, besides her own music. And, and uh, But she puts up uh, all different genres. I mean, Led Zeppelin, Jimi Hendrix, and, and the like. You grew up in a musical family. How did you uh, just get so into all kinds of music like that?
1: Well, my mom was... The one that's so funny that you mentioned that, you know, that I posted some Led Zeppelin and Jimi Hendrix not long ago because when I was a kid, my mom bought Led Zeppelin and Jimi Hendrix. So, you know, she was all over the map when it came to the music that she brought into the house. Um, you know, it was uh, the, the Motown stuff. It was heavy metal. It was rock. It was jazz. It was blues. It was everything. So um, I had such an eclectic upbringing when it came to, to music, and I really have to just thank my mom because, you know, she was just amazing. She played everything. Mm-hmm. She played everything. So, you know, I appreciate all kinds of music, but she didn't play classical, and uh, I've never been a, you know, classical fan. Mm-hmm. Probably shouldn't say that, but um, I don't know if it's because, you know, she played everything but that. Um, but I just love that my mom had such a wonderful wonderful sense of, of music. Yeah. Uh
0: your family, the uh the Whitney family. Mm-hmm. some big big hits back in the day and appearances uh on uh Soul Train, right?
1: Well, we were on the Midnight Special, um all kinds of, of different uh tv shows we never did soul Train. okay but we yeah
0: we did a lot of other got things the, got and the nice write-up right uh, and... yeah right on magazine yeah yeah <laughs> cynthia horner right <laughs> i wonder what <laughs> si- <laughs> yeah yeah i i tell you yeah. i used to stop by after going to the clubs dancing we used to stop by the the newsstand and pick up you know black beat and uh you know all the all the right on and all the music magazines back in the early 80s. Oh, that's 80s,
1: yeah. wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. Cut up the yeah. pictures
0: and put them on, on the wall and everything.
1: <laughs> I yeah. love that. Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> that's how we lived.
1: Yeah, yeah. I love it.
0: Um, you, your album, you you uh, tackle some of the, the legends in the music business. I mean, Stevie Wonder, Garth Brooks, Three Dog Night. Uh, how how did you uh, get some of these songs? We're going to play a, in a little while a song, uh, three dog night song but uh how did how did you uh, decide on selecting these particular ones
1: oh i'm so glad they're going to play um eli's coming and that's actually what started the um the entire project that song was just running around in my head for about a month and i really started to become obsessed with wanting to um to arrange it and you know do a vocal arrangement on it because i loved how, the, um, how Three Dog Nights had arranged it. And I was like, wow, I'd like to get my hands um, on that. So I called up my, actually, my ex-husband, who is my um, my musical partner. We are uh, great. You know, we totally inspire each other musically. We probably never should have gotten married, but, you know, we're really good when it comes to music. And so I called him, and uh, his name is Hollywood. And I was like, Hollywood, I really want to do um, Eli's coming Will you do it with me And he was like Sure So you know We go over there We record the song And then I started Thinking of all these Other great songs That I really wanted To do Which is how the album Ended up becoming um, The title um, I am singing dot da da, da uh, Songs I love Because I was like Well you know what I really want to do This one too And then it was like I want to do this one too So that's how we Ended up you know, just coming up with these songs that really... Every song that I covered on the album is a song that just moved me, you know? They weren't randomly chosen songs. They were songs pretty much that if I heard them, they would make me cry. Oh, and okay. cry in a good way, you know, just right, I right. would be touched by them. And so that's how the, the songs that I chose, the covers that I chose, um, that's how they ended up on the album they were the songs i loved and really wanted to arrange
0: so uh we're going to listen to one of these great tracks it's called eli's coming from uh tracy whitney's latest cd i am singing songs i love you can uh right now go to babydollentertainment.com and you can uh click on her bio and uh order the cd download some tracks but uh Let's get into it right now. This is from Tracy Whitney right here on The Upper Room with Joe Kelly in WVO. All right, that is uh, the great Tracy Whitney with uh, (laughs) Eli's coming. Who who exactly is Eli? Uh,
1: Eli's just this guy. Oh, okay. Eli is is just a guy that you really need to avoid. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Eli's that guy. He's the guy your dad warned you about
0: there's a lot of them out there, I guess. <laughs> Sorry, fellas. The listened. guy
1: that your dad sits on the, on the porch with the shotgun waiting. <laughs> <on>.
0: <laughs> oh, wow.
1: <laughs> yeah. That one was written by, uh, that great songwriter, Laura Nero. She's, um, passed on. Yeah. Passed yeah. Passed away really young, but, uh, yeah, yeah.
0: That wasn't too long ago, right? Or was it?
1: Um, I don't, you know, off the top yeah. of my head, I don't remember when, but yeah.
0: Okay. Now, uh, your, your CD is just uh, a great CD. And, uh, you know, you mentioned uh, your producer on the record, Hollywood, co-producer yes. with yourself and uh, your brothers on the record and your sister, Cookie. So tell us yes. about working with family once again on, on the record.
1: Wow. You know, I um, it was really such a treat. When I knew that I was going to be doing um, Where's the Love and uh, Michael Jackson's I Can't Help It, I, I knew that I needed to uh, approach those songs a little you know, differently than they had been, and especially on the song like I Can't Help It, where um, it was a solo, you know, um, and Stevie's Nicolayla Es Una Historia I Am Singing, that was also a solo, and these were songs that I wanted to do, but I wanted to arrange them for, um, I Can't Help It, I wanted to arrange it as a duet, and then um, I am singing as um, a trio. So they were really kind of, I can't help it, was easy easy enough to arrange. I am singing was very difficult to arrange. Um, I'm hoping that you're going to play that one. But it was so wonderful to be able to have my family singing with me because, well, first of all, because it's your family and I hadn't sang with them in... Jesus, you know, 25 years mm-hmm. or so. It had been since the last time I performed with them, and so it was really wonderful to have them and to hear them and to hear um, the family sound again, because, there's, you know, when your siblings or people that are related, your, your tones are very similar. So it's, you know, when you're singing with someone who you're related to, your tones can blend really well, because you're related, you know? Right, right, So it was really nice to be able to, to hear that wonderful um, blending of, of our tones again. You know, and I, and I adore my brother and my sister, so it was really nice that they worked with me. You know, Glenn did Where is the Love, um, I Can't Help It, and I Am Singing With Me. And my sister Cookie, um, her name's Cosette, but we call her Cookie, she did um, I Am Singing.
0: You also have a very talented brother on saxophone throughout the record, and tell us about him.
1: Well, he's not my brother, but his name is Tim Anderson, and Tim played on um, Love of Fable uh, with me as well, and he is so, so talented. And, um, he's just a blessing. Tim just shows up with his horn and, and he just plays. And the thing about Tim is when we bring him into the studio with us, we, you know, put the music on and, and just let him play. Yeah. And pretty much he did all, all the songs he did in like two hours, he did everything. You know, I think he played on four or five songs. And he did it in like two hours, and he just played and and left.
0: <laughs> and that's it, right?
1: That's <laughs> That's right. Yeah, he's ne- fabulous. Ne-
0: next stop uh, for the gigs out in Albuquerque, right? For for I'm sorry. For, I said next next stop he'll be coming out for the gigs in Albuquerque.
1: Oh yeah, well you know I actually moved to Albuquerque to eventually open my own little jazz and blues club.
0: Oh wow, okay.
1: Yeah, I guess I, I didn't tell you that. Yeah, that's what I really want to do here, and they don't have a dedicated. Jazz Club. They have some restaurants that have, you know, jazz and blues, but there's not one club here um, that is strictly music uh, for jazz and blues. So I'm really excited about um, doing that, you know, looking at buildings and things and, you know, trying to get that going.
0: And and then they'll have the the owner and star making us special appearances, (laughs) right? (laughs) In between booking and ordering all, all the food and hiring, right?
1: That's right. That's right. Yeah, it's it's going to be delight. I'm going to love it.
0: Yeah, it sounds like you're really happy out in Albuquerque. And how how far is it coming back home to LA? Um, it's 800
1: miles.
0: Oh, okay. So, yeah, that's You you're not next door.
1: <laughs> I'm not next door, but you know it's it's uh it's not like being in Japan. I can't yeah, get there in a day. <laughs>
0: yeah, right. <laughs> Well, I got to thank you, Tracy, for coming by the show once again. And uh, we should let our listeners know we'll have this uh, interview up in its entirety in a few days at UpperRoomWithJoeKelly.com. People can listen at their leisure and uh, check it out. And most importantly, go to babydialentertainment.com to uh, find out about this great new record. I am singing songs I love. And, uh, you know, quickly, if you have to throw a few more other artists On a future CD, the songs that you love, do you have any uh, off the top of your head?
1: Oh, I would probably take on some Shirley Horn, Uh Nancy Wilson, um, maybe even a Ray Charles. You know, I was a Ray That's Um, right, yeah. I might might do a Ray Charles song. He had some great songs. What
0: what was one of your uh, songs that you were singing with uh, Ray when you were on tour?
1: Hit the Road, Jack. Oh, that was okay. me doing that. Uh, I got to do those solos with him. Um, so, yeah, he he was an interesting guy. But, um, yeah, I'd probably do Oh, What a Beautiful Morning. I love that song by
0: uh, him. Yeah. I, yeah. I I don't know if I told you when I, I used to do an overnight shift at WNEB. It was a station in Bridgeport, Connecticut. And 4 in the morning, every Sunday night, Sunday morning, a guy would call up to re. re uh, Request hit the road, Jack. He was a blind guy, he told me. So,
1: <laughs> great song.
0: I could count on him and I had to play it every show. So, well, uh, listen, that'll work. Yeah, we, we got to get into uh, one of my all time favorite artists that you would do one of his songs to lead off the record. What, what's the pronunciation? I know you said it before.
1: Oh, es una historia. Okay. I am singing.
0: Right. Yeah, Steve, yeah, Stevie was the first guy I ever saw in concert live.
1: Oh, yeah. yeah, he's a friend. Oh, he's okay. A friend. Yeah, some mm-hmm. uh,
0: Hotter Than July tour, uh, Gil Scott Heron open up. It was, it was great.
1: Oh, you know, my Aunt Mary was um, in Wonderlove. She's the voice on As with him.
0: Oh, okay. So yeah.
1: she's the one until the rainbow pearls a started right in the sky. That's my aunt.
0: Wow. So yeah. it goes all through the jeans, right? Yeah. <laughs> all
1: through the jeans. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, we love Stevie. He, you know, no, no dip in uh, his performance. He's still going strong.
1: That's right,
0: that's right. Okay, we'll listen to this right now. Thanks once again, Tracy Whitney, com. Thank you so much. Take care, okay? Okay, thank you.